0: Good morning. So while I'm here I wanted to discuss the Brahmavimohan Leela which is an important uh, Leela and section of Srimad Bhagavatam and related uh, topics and yesterday given that we discussed the our lineage coming from Bhakti Vinod and Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur, it's natural for us to move if you will in that regard and in the direction of the Lila, from historic uh, time to the mytho-historic time and the notion that our Sampradaya is also known as the Brahma Gaudiya Sampradaya or the Brahma Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya obviously when we bring Brahma into the picture who is a prominent figure in the Brahma Vimohan Leela then we shift to what I refer to as mytho-historic time or time which history was not recorded the way it is now hmm? and events were not thought about uh, perhaps in the same way as they are now <coughs> <coughs> about that um, there are some two uh, strong opinions I would say about that is to say the Brahma Madhva Godya Sampradaya as opposed to the Godia or Chaitanya Sampradaya. Hmm? That means that within the Gaudiya community, hmm, there are two uh, strong opinions. One opinion is that the Gaudiya Sampradaya is connected to the Madhva Sampradaya and to the Brahma Sampradaya. Hmm? The other opinion is that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu started his own Sampradaya. Hmm? With regard to the latter, Jiva Goswami has said in his own uh, auto, auto commentary on the Satsandharvas uh, at the onset that uh, he offers his respects to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who st- started his own, uh, the fountain of many uh, rivers of lineages that constitute, you could say, the Gaudiya Sampradaya, with no reference, for example, to Madhva, Brahma, uh, and so on. Hmm. Um, however, uh, there is a a verse that is attributed to the Padma Purana that it, it would appear uh, that uh, this verse was taken seriously by a number of Gaudi Acharyas, both in the past and in the present. Um, and by the present, I refer to uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, who, who re- we refer to as uh, with regard to our Paribhar. We we refer to it as the Bhakti Vinod Paribar. Paribar means like family, community, lineage. Um, when we were speaking yesterday about Bhakti Siddhanta saraswati Thakur, we, we, ma- we mentioned that he was given Harinam, given the blessing to chant the holy name and beads to chant on by his father Bhakti Vinod and he was given the mantra diksha by Gorka das Babaji and uh, formally speaking, Bhaktivinoda Thakur was in the Nityananda lineage, or Putibar, coming from Nityananda and Janava, hmm, the consort of Nityananda, who became prominent after Nityananda's uh, passing from the world. Hmm. And whereas Gorgashurdas Babaji is uh, affiliated with, with the Advaita Sampradaya, hmm, or Advaita lineage, Advaita Putibar. Uh, so you have eternal associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu from whom whom, who made disciples and thus thereby formed lineages, whether it be Gauradhar, Dvaita, Nityananda Prabhu, Jiva Goswami, Lokanath Goswami, so on and so forth. Hmm? So these are the different paribars, if you will. Most of the paribars are are connected to uh, original associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, present, during his his leela, mm-hmm. but a couple of them are referred to uh, with emphasis on a prominent person within um, one of those lineages. I'll give you two examples. I mentioned Lokanath Goswami. He was along with Rupa Senan uh, residing in in brudge and assisting in excavating the places of Krishna's pastimes and. Manifesting, if you will, to the public, mm, the virtues, the glory, the Leelastalis, the places of Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan that had been lost over time. And as I said, the kings were uh, honoring their vision and building monuments and bathing gods and temples and so on and so forth. And you see some of those today if you go to Vrindavan, ancient sandstone uh, uh, architecture and so forth. Mm. But Lokanath had a prominent disciple and he said to be the only disciple of Lokanath Goswami, the illustrious Narottam takwar she Narottam Tagore Mahashay, kijai and unlike uh, Lokanath, who had one disciple, Narottam takwar had many disciples. Hmm. He was from a uh, a, f- a family uh, born into a family of Chhetris. He had some administrative. <laughs> uh, 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 conquering uh, uh, disposition, I guess you could say, to some extent. Anyway, he went far and wide and um, uh, brought in many new persons to Govya Vaishnavism. Hmm. And because of the breadth of his distribution of the dispensation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he is very prominent. Not only that, of course, he he wrote uh, very, um, uh, I want to say, with great expertise, uh, taking complex theological and philosophical concepts and putting them in simple Bengali language songs and poems that common people could um, um, embrace those abstract concepts more readily. Hmm? Um, <coughs> something like the Puranas are to the to the Upanishads. So uh, we find the writing, the work of uh, Lokanath uh, Goswami, uh, or excuse me, uh-huh. Narottam Das Thakura. I mentioned yesterday that Gorkeshwar Das Babaji was considered to be illiterate, but he used to carry with him wherever he went. Um, Prem Bhakti Chandrika, which is a song book of Vinod. So what it means exactly was him uh, uh, ask What he was illiterate, to what extent, I guess he could read the poetry, or he just liked to keep the book, but he seemed to know the poems and those of Das, as I mentioned yesterday, that he was singing and Thakur Bhaktisaranta Sarasic Thakur took note of. Um, so, the point is that we Uh, and it's common to refer to the Narottam Paribhar. We don't refer to it as the Lokanath Paribhar, but it is the Lokanath (laughs) Paribar. But because of such a prominent contribution, so much attention has been given to Lokanath. So this is, or to Narottam, this is an example of uh, putting focus on an Acharya, let us say, whose contribution was uh, extraordinary in terms of the breadth and uh, expanding the uh, the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Now we give another example of Shamananda Prabhu. We see that he was a disciple of Hriday Chaitanya who was a disciple of Goridas Pandit. Hmm. Goridas Pandit is thought to be the
1: um, uh,
0: Subal Saka of Krishna Leela, a Narma expressing himself in, in Gaur Leela. Hmm. And uh, Hrida Chaitanya is his disciple and so uh, Duki Krishnadas was the disciple of Hrida Chaitanya. He became known as Shamananda because of an internal extraordinary event that occurred in his life in Braj where he had been sent to study under Jiva Goswami by his guru and wherein he had an epiphany and uh, and from the apricot, unmanifest realm, uh, he had intervention in his life, and it showed up physically. Mm-hmm. Um, he was sweeping a place of Krishna's leela, and he found uh, an ornament, mm-hmm. and uh, like an earring or something of a... a, a, of a Anko ankle bell of a lady and wondering what w- startled by that and what to do with it uh, he had the apparition, uh, the, the appearance of uh, of uh, maybe Lalita Saki or someone, Saki that's mine, thank you very much she pressed it on his forehead hmm. and it made an indelible mark like tea lock, some of you know the story hmm. And when her dad says, "Why are you wearing a different tielock than our than our party bar?" He says, "No, it's not like that." He told a story which is unbelievable at the time, <laughs> uh, and so uh, uh, there was a controversy about this, and and it of course uh, the con- controversy was resolved when the went into the trance, and in the trance he got a message from Subha who said, tell your guru this, hmm? because then he will know that he, uh, only he knows that only I and he know that. And so he'll know that you have the capacity to enter the apricot and receive such messages. And so Sri so Chaitanya was awed by that. And now from this day on, that day on I should say, it's referred to as the Shamananda Paribhar.
1: Hmm.
0: So, when Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was asked by his disciples, who, going here and there, were themselves asked, what Paribhar are you associated with? They didn't know exactly how to answer, because, well, Bhakti was in the Nityananda Parivar, uh, and, uh, and he was a, a guru of Bhakti Siddhanta sarshtak in Gorkeshwar and another, Party bar, and so, Bhakti Siddhanta sarshtak reserved, resolved the issue by saying the Bhakti Vinod bar, so he put emphasis on Bhakti Vinod, not an unprecedented thing, and Bhakti Vinod, as we heard yesterday, was dubbed the seventh Goswami. His contribution is, is comparable in some respects in terms of, the, the number of texts that he wrote, and in in doing so, how he was re establishing in his time uh, an orthodox understanding of Gaudiya Vaishnavism in the midst of many misconceptions, misrepresentations of what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu um, taught, what the Goswamis taught. Um, and also he, like the Goswamis, manifests, if you will, Vrindavan for the community at the time, mm, through their vision, he manifests Navadvipa. Mm establishing the birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, writing his book Navarri Dhamma Mahatmya, taking us through the Dhamma, and what what's happening where and so forth. So there's there, there's a um, good reason to uh, refer to him as such. And so we refer to ourselves as the Binod Padibhar. And Bhakti Binod was someone who for one reason or another took the verse from Padma Purana that I referred to, seriously, that verse says, what? It says there are, there's two verses, I think, but it says there are four sampradayas, four lineages, four conduits from the paravyom, from the spiritual world to this world. And they are uh, uh, led by, or the presiding, they're presided over by Lakshmi
1: hmm? uh,
0: uh, Shiva Rudra uh, the Sanat Kumar chattu San, the four Kumaras and Brahma. Hmm? So these are the four sampradayas. And then the verse says, Any mantra that's re- not received from this sampradaya, it will not produce any fruit.
1: Hmm?
0: So this verse uh as I say, for one reason or another, Bhaktivinoda took it seriously. Hmm? I don't think that he took it seriously in an effort to refute the other idea that, well, this is Chaitanya Sampradaya. We don't care about, there's only four Sampradayas. Hmm? Idea. Um, but I think that other Sampradayas, outside of the Gaudiya lineage, may have taken this verse more seriously, and in order to gain credibility with them for the lineage, which Chaitanya mahaprabhu was trying to put on the world stage. He was trying to put Gaudi Vaishnavism on the stage of the world religions, with Christianity, Judaism, Islam, hmm? um, Buddhism, if you will, and so forth. Uh, That's what what he was trying to do in his universalist type of uh, approach, which was accommodating, broad-minded, and so on and so forth. And so to uh, gain uh, acceptance, acknowledgement from the other more ancient sampradayas who in historical time hmm, were, uh, we find... Vishnu Swami in the Rudra Shiva Sampradaya. We find Nimbarka in the Kumara Sampradaya. We find Ramanuja in the Sri Sampradaya and we find Madhva in the Brahma Sampradaya. These are persons in historical time who wrote uh, commentaries for example on Vedanta Sutra and uh, articulated the metaphysic of that uh, particular line. So we have the mytho-historic, you know, we can't find them in history lakshmi brahma the kumaras um, shiva and so forth and then you have historical figures and they're 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 1000 years ago or so or, or more as as well and then some more much more recent time you find chaitanya mahaprabhu so Bhaktivinoda bhakti was uh, quick to honor all the other sampradayas he wanted the other sampradayas to honor Gaudiya sampradaya in fact he predicted and all the four sa- other four sampradayas, or, or all the four, because he considered Gaudiya Vaishnavism to be a a kind of a subline of the Brahma Madhva line, hmm. we'll get into that a little bit. <laughs> it's a bit technical, but uh, um, uh, he predicted that all of the four sampradayas will come to the to a point of celebrating. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's contribution, acknowledging him as the Yuga avatar, um, and so on. Now you may wonder, when's that ever going to happen? Hmm? But in a way, it, it already happened in that these other sampradayas, the Rudra sampradaya, or the Ramanuda sampradaya, let's call it, the Madhva sampradaya, the hmm? Nimbarka sampradaya, the Kumara sampradaya, in the modern world today they have gotten attention through the Gaudiya Sampradaya
1: mm.
0: and through within the Gaudiya Sampradaya the Bhaktivinoda Padibhara mm. and largely uh, due to the work of my Guru Maharaj, who was traveling widely and uh, placing his books at university libraries and so forth and in his discourse, in his purports, he's, of course, bringing up the different sampradayas here and here and there. Hmm. All of which, these four, are opposed to the, to the monistic perspective of uh, Adi Shankar, hmm. his Advaita Vedanta, which had more or less a monopoly hmm. on what is Hinduism, what it's all about in academia and in the popular sector as well. Any Christian you would talk to would think, oh, in India they say that you're God. Mm -hmm. That there's a soul and it's one with God and we we reject that and so forth. But this is just one form of Vedanta. One out of four. Mm -hmm. And the other four have a much more nuanced perspective and posit doctrines of love of God where the the Atma is not in all respects synonymous with the Godhead. There's enough difference for there to be reciprocal relationship and what we call love. Hmm? So that monopoly, if you will, that Shankar had was broken by largely by Prabhupada's work. He built a bridge from India hmm, to the Americas and Europe hmm, that previously no Acharya from other sampradayas. Would venture to cross as if the earth was flat, hmm? as if you went to the other side, you don't know what would happen to you, where there were casteless people and and who knows what they were like, and every blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl was a prostitute. This is the kind of <laughs> things they would hear, uh, and so forth. So, Prabhupada built a bridge, made it possible for them for them to come, hmm? and and they did. The Sampradaya you can find. In North America, temples of the Sri Sampradaya in a lot of major, major cities and so forth. Um, Brahma, Madhva Sampradaya, a little less uh, active in terms of uh, uh, reaching out, but th- th- also I think there's one Acharya for Madhva that has gone beyond the borders of India and so forth, and where you have to bathe it's in something other than a river. Um, uh, so. Uh, uh, in, in the academia now you'll find people interested in even doing dissertations on the different Sampradayas and so, and amongst all of them. Most interest is in Gaudiya Sampradaya because it's just too interesting. <laughs> it's too... It's one and it's different at the same time. It's just too much to think about. Too many angles to uh, to, to look at it from. Mm-hmm. And of course, it gives the most information about God. Mm-hmm. You could say, I don't know if I believe it, but n- no other religion is giving that much information <laughs> about him. Both his majestic uh, feature and how he appears in love and intimacy and, and so forth. Hmm? This is, of course, the, where the Goli Vaishnava uh, excels. That's why it refers to itself, in terms of its ideal, as Prem Prevogin. No other Sampradaya says, our goal is Prem. They say our goal is mukti, and they have different ideas of what that mukti constitutes. But the godis posited a panchama purushartha, mm. a fifth goal beyond dharma, artha, kama, and boksha. That's not something we say too loudly, that's not for everybody, dharma, artha, kama. To be religious is one thing, mm. yes. Mm and as a result of being religious, to to live a good life.
1: Hmm?
0: Yeah. Dharma, Artha, Kama, be happy. Hmm? <laughs> and why would you want moksha? <laughs> why would you want moksha? <laughs> well, you have to listen very closely and find The happiness is the beginning of distress. Because
1: right? mm-hmm.
0: you can't keep it. And if you like it, well, when it's gone, um, that's a recipe for disappointment. Hmm. So, moksha is 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 the goal, right? It's uh, it's you're leaving now, hmm. the world of struggle, hmm. and and finding that there's more joy in the self than there is in all the possibilities of the world combined. Hmm. But to speak if the of so the self then connects with its source in some capacity. Hmm. What would be the measure of the this, of, this, of the knowing. What will be the measure of this, of, that, of the joy in this? Hmm? The freedom in this? Hmm. Th- that which everyone pursues hmm? will be found I- I- in that in no uncertain terms and, and far and above and beyond the extent to which you could attain that by any other means, by acquisition. Hmm. Right? So, Dharma Artha Kama Moksha. And now, w- to make your head spin, Bodhisattva Vaishnava posits beyond moksha. Hmm? Not tur... Uh, what is it, Turya Turiyatita Gopala. The Upanishad says, turiyatita Gopala. The fifth, hmm? beyond moksha, preme, preme prayogyan. Hmm? Very uh, radical idea. I've given the example, a numerical example, that uh, c- uh, when we are subject to the influence of karma, we're in negative numbers. Hmm? So we're taking, and so we more. Our life involves taking, and so it also involves owing. <laughs> and the owing, in at least, corresponds with the amount we take, if not more. <laughs> the debt we incur. Hmm? by our taking. Mm. So if we come from negative numbers to zero, that zero has a positive connotation in comparison to negative numbers. It's so big, that zero, in comparison to negative numbers, that people arriving at zero can't think beyond that. What could be beyond that? I've ended the suffering of material existence. It's over. I have a kind of knowing now Mm. that by which I can understand there's nothing more to be known. It's me, I know myself. I mean, that's what everybody's looking for too. We go to the moon, what are you looking for? You're looking for yourself. Everyone trying to find themselves, that's all. Going here, there, at great expense, Mm. and with great effort. For no expense, but some effort. (laughs) If you turn inward, mm, you can find the self, right? It's bigger than the moon, brighter than the moon, brighter than the sun. Subhitu Barahinyam. Mm. Bharagudas Suddimahi. Self and his source. So Chaitanya Mahabrabhu then says, Well, zero's big in compared to negative numbers, but are there any positive numbers? Maybe Ramanuja says, Maybe there's one or two. <laughs> The Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says 108, 1008, 1,008, 1008, hmm. the brain that he posits is full, but what else? It's ever-increasing at the same time. Hmm. So this is a very peculiar uh, and intriguing idea, captivating idea if you understand the Gaudiya Vaishnavism properly, and you can see practically as I'm saying that the prediction of Bhakti Vino, Thakura in many respects has come to pass because all these Sampradaya's by virtue of Gaudiya Sampradaya and our particular bar, mm. hmm, uh, have gotten recognition. Now they need to recognize <laughs> where it's come from and they have to some extent. Hmm?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, um, it's hard to ignore these uh, yeah. Western was, I should say, or a, a Prabhupada's disciples, or his original disciples, um, running around in robes with shaved heads and so forth, and quite a visible bunch. Um, so, um, Bhaktivinoda Thakur wanted, as I say, to, to get Gaudiya Vaishnavism on the stage of the world religions and bring the Gaudiya along along with it. Hmm? Um, you can find at the Chaitanya Math, which is the original, kind of the headquarters of Bhaktisiddhanta's Gaudiya Math, he has the deity of Ramanuja and Vishnu Swami, Nimbarka and, um, and Madhva in his temple and so forth. Um, and so I believe that the verse attributed to the Padma Purana was one that no Thakur felt that other Sampradayas took seriously, and therefore it's important, he thought, to make a case that our Sampradaya, the Chaitanya Sampradaya, is somehow connected to one of those four Sampradayas. And the obvious one would be the Brahma Sampradaya, for reasons we'll go into, because we're talking about Brahma, gradually getting there, hmm? um, relative, as he is, to the Brahma Mimohan Lila. Some thoughts about Brahma one of the, you know, in one sense, the leading character, along with Krishna, Gopal Krishna, jai. So, um, he argued uh, along these lines that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Sampradaya is connected to the Madhva Sampradaya and Madhva Sampradaya is connected to the Brahma Sampradaya, as the Madhva Sampradaya itself says. Madhva Sampradaya says that Madhva, who was initiated in an Advaita, Advaita Sampradaya, hmm, was not happy with the conclusions of the Advaita Sampradaya and posited a theistic perspective that wasn't very well received by his mentor, but uh, based on his own insight, charisma, he went forward and wrote his own commentary on Vedanta Sutra, which was diametrically opposed to Advaita as we can see by the very name of it, he referred to his mission as dueta. A dueta means non-dual and dueta means dual. Hmm. So he gave a polar opposite uh, interpretation and explanation of the implication of the sutras. The sutras of Vyasa are the first attempt at theology in the world. Theology is to reason about revelation. Hmm. So before the catholic uh, Theology began in Europe as a result of empirical facts brought to light and insights of Aristotle that seemed to be in conflict with a particular faithful interpretation of the Bible. They had to start to reason about their faith and adjust and, and so on and so forth. That's called theology. So before that, Vyasa, as it's thought from the traditional point of view, having manifested the, 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 the texts, um, and Bhagavatam in particular, his final work wrote. A, uh, well, I should say, uh, he wrote the sutras, hmm, which were kind of uh, a an attempt to show the concordance hmm, of the many different things that are said and. Uh, by the different scriptures to show they are all making a concerted point, hmm, rather than being disconnected texts and so forth. Hmm. Uh, so the, the Nyaya, the logic of the scripture, what is it? What is it all coming to and, and saying? Now he did that in in, in sutras, in codes like shorthand. Hmm. So different acharyas then took the shorthand and said, well, this is what the shorthand. This is what he's saying, and then they came up with the different lineages. Ramanuja, the Madhva, and so forth and so on. In the Chaitanya Sampradaya, of course, or the Brahma Madva Gaudiya Sampradaya, if you like, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Well, we don't need to write a commentary, because according to the Guru Purana, the Bhagavatam is the natural commentary on Vedanta Sutra. Here's the longhand version of the notes that uh, the Sutra is, is, is constituted of, hmm? and it's clear what it says. And one of the things it says is Krishna's two Bhagavan swayam, mm-hmm. and this is the central focus of the Brahma Bihmohan Leela, which we'll, we'll we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but but uh, um, uh, was concerned uh, to uh, uh, adhere, find a way, if you will, that the Godisampradai would 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 not be outside of the statement of the padma purana hmm? and in doing so he didn't have to look too far because he, if he looked back to Kabi karnapur one of the eternal associates of Mahaprabhu who did a lot of uh, original who mani- wrote a lot of uh, original sanskrit compositions uh, prominent uh, author and poet Kabi, in, in godi sampradaya he lists his own sampradaya in some text um, and if I remember my memory serves me well which it doesn't always but I think it does in this occasion he connected it to the Brahma Madhva Sampradaya and centuries later Baladeva in his commentary on Vedanta Sutra the Guvinda Basha, which is a Gaudiya commentary on the sutras, despite the fact that Bhagavatam is already in the natural commentary written by the author of the sutras himself, Baladev found himself in circumstances that warranted or mandated that, that he manifest a commentary. Hmm? won't go into those circumstances. They're interesting, but that is the Guvinda Bhasha. means, Guvinda means, Guvinda speaks. It said the Govindaji deity, Radha Guvinda, the deity of Rupa Gosami, spoke this commentary to him. Hmm? And in the introduction of that commentary, he lists his Guru Parampara and he connects it to the Madhva course. He was in the Madhva Sampradaya. From that Sampradaya, he became converted to the Gaudi Sampradaya. But he connects the two and back to Brahma. So relying on such texts, hmm, there's also some uh, uh, literary contribution of Vishnachakaritakura, I believe, that, that, that as well makes this connection. So there is a uh, good um support for this particular perspective now the verse we're trying to conform with that if you're not if your mantra doesn't come from one of these four sampradayas it won't bear any fruit uh-oh we better be connected to one of these sampradayas so how is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu connected to one of these sampradayas that's the argument right the verse itself well it's, it turns out it's not at least in the present day can't be found in any version of the Padma Purana so the other side says, well, who cares for that verse? We can't find it. Uh-huh. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, as I said earlier, he, he formed his own sampradaya, so it could be taken in that way. And, and his doctrine, theologically, is quite different from Madhva's. Hmm? In fact, it has a different name. It's not called Dvaita. Hmm. It's called Achintya Dvaita Dvaita. Hmm. Achintya Veda. veda. That's a complex term in itself, but it, it, it really fits Gaudi Vaishnava, which is pretty kind of complex and confusing. <laughs> it, makes your, it turns everything kind of upside down. Um, like, as I said earlier, for saying, who cares for moksha? What? I mean, this is the goal of life. We're not interested in that. Mama mm-hmm. Janmani Janmani Shvurei Babatabhakti Rai Tukitayi as Mahaprabhu said, I don't, I don't really care for... It's not a concern for me. I only want bhakti. It doesn't matter where I am. Hmm? Bhakti is beyond moksha. Hmm? So just wanted to mention, it. I realize I've gone into some depth about it, but that it's good for you to know that there, there are these two schools of thought within Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Really, it doesn't have that much bearing on us, does it? Hmm? We can kind of think, well, who cares? Whatever. <laughs> but in times gone by, these arguments were more important. These were more important. You're uh, in India, and the credibility of your lineage is based on certain criteria, and so on and so forth. Uh, here, if we meet a saintly person, we just go with it. <laughs> uh, but that's not always the best, because he, he should be saintly, she should be saintly, have good character, and so forth. But there is a body of revealed knowledge that his or her teaching should be based on, conform with, we say Veda Mata. And Guru is often, in that regard, considered like a like like a parental figure, a fatherly figure. Let's say I realize that's a little patriarchal, but Guru father and Veda Mata, and these two, there's no divorce there. No, no divorce. The yeah. esposa is. el guru eh, como se dice Uh, they say wife how do you say husband esposo Esposo, esposa they have the same mismo opinion (laughs) 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 there's no divorce there Uh, and this is this is this is this is is important because you could just make it up as you go along and so forth and and and, but if you if you're um, doing theology then there's a standard of knowledge that you have to relate back to and so forth and this is in, in serious schools of uh, spiritual uh, discipline in, in, in India this is important mm, to follow the, the sacred texts right? so um, so one way or the other uh, uh, something about Brahma in relation to our Sampradaya. So if we look at the Sampradaya as the Brahma, Madhva, Godhya, Sampradaya, sometimes Madhva say, we, we don't accept you, You And we, we could say, well, we have more reason to be connected to Brahma than you do. Hmm? You, 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 you say that you're connect, correct, connected to Brahma. It said that Vyas, as I said, wrote his own commentary, and then he needed someone to, to affirm it because it was it was mm-hmm. diametrically opposed to his guru had a way to some practice, So what did he do? Well, the story is that he went to the Himalayas, okay, and mm-hmm. everything okay. <laughs> I think he said Vyas, but you meant Madhva. Madhva. Okay, so Madhva mm-hmm. went to the Himalayas and t- to find Vyas. So I'll go to Vyas himself mm, and get my my commentary confirmed. So it said he went there and he found Vyas. Now, it just so happens that that area where Vyas is thought to still be, you can't go there because of Chinese and Indian political conflict. So you can't, can't go there. They've arranged nobody can go there and see him today. But in times gone by, Vyas is thought to have, or thought to have gone there. So there's obviously an article of faith right, within the Madhva Sampradaya. He went, he contacted Vyas legendary. uh, But really, it's the spiritual, the spirituality of the person of Madhva that was compelling and his ability to explain the scriptures in a way that uh, made sense hmm, to other people. hmm. And um, because Brahma is the guru of narada and narada is the guru of Yas. so he made a connection like this i mean he, he, this is the Bra- brahma Madhva sampradaya now we 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 we're fine to be connected with that even though there's theological difference there's a formal connection hmm? that's an interesting subject in itself we won't go into but but our connection to Brahma, Sampradaya, is perhaps more credible than Madhva's. Madhva's is an article of faith that he's connected to to Vyas and thereby through to, to, to Madhva or to to, to 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 Brahma. But in the Madhva Sampradaya, what is the Diksha Mantra? Well, it's not the Diksha mantra that we receive. Our Diksha mantra is the Gopal mantra. And where does that mantra come from?
1: Hmm?
0: That mantra comes from Krishna. And who was the first person that he gave it to? Well, according to Gopal Tapani, where the mantra is revealed, Gopal Tapani Upanishad, he gave it to Brahma. According mm-hmm. hmm? to the Brahma Samhita, fifth chapter, that was so important to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Krishna gave it to Brahma. Hmm? That's the mantra that we chant. We got the mantra, <laughs> we got the connection to Brahma. <laughs> you may have gone there, may not, but he didn't give you the mantra, apparently. So, um, and I don't mean that, I mean that in a humorous way because we do honor the, the faith of the Madhva Sampradaya. Mm-hmm. We have no problem being generous with, uh, with, uh, with uh, Madhva and acknowledging their um, um, vitality and credibility and their perspective. It's a different perspective than ours. Theirs, for example, is a Vaiti Marg, Sampradaya, so they are interested in love and majesty. They worship Krishna in Udupi, hmm? but they worship him uh, with reverence. The puja in the morning hmm? goes on from about four in the morning till noon every day. hmm? It's a pretty majestic affair. to give you an example um and that's a valid perspective as we say within Gaudiya Vaishnavism there, there you can reside in in Vayikuntha and worship the Godhead in, in in majesty we have no problem with that Krishna Das Kambiraj Goswami in his the second chapter of Adi Lila makes a strong argument for the central point that's played out in the Brahma Vimohan Lila Krishna's tu Bhagavan swayam that's a verse that comes earlier in the Bhagavatam, in the first canto, that the narrative of the Brahma-Limohan-Lila that we're going to talk about, it, it's played out in the story, mm-hmm. in the Lila. Right? So he makes an argument, Krishna Das, that, that at the, a strong argument for Krishna being the source of Narayan. Mm-hmm. That's what Krishna's two Bhagavan means, that Krishna is the original fountainhead of all forms of divinity. He makes this argument, and in the end, he says. But some people say that uh, that, uh, uh, and and then he says on top of that, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is that same Krishna. He says, well, some people say, but some people say that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is like uh, an avatar of Mahavishnu, and it's possible they can see it like that too. That, there's a way of looking at it like that too. It's not objectionable necessarily. That's another angle of vision. Hmm? People in vaikuntha they don't know about Koloka. How can they? They're worshipping Narayan as God and somebody's going to tell you there's a place where God worships you. Like in Sakirasa. Sometimes they serve Krishna, sometimes Krishna serves them. What? God's going to serve me? Uh, the loba the greed Hmm. if you're greedy it's kind of embarrassing
1: Hmm.
0: so the the idea of the godious idea of how worshiping god is an embarrassment by God you want to treat god like that? Hmm. it just doesn't compute the place of Radha that Krishna is bowing to the feet of Radha this this doesn't compute God is God. <laughs> they have this majestic perspective, so Golok is a little hidden from them, so so that they can have their place. Uh, it's not as bad as this at all. It's good, but it reminds me of a story, of a joke that used to be told when we were kids, where I was a Catholic hmm, boy, and um, at that time, uh, was before the, I think the, the church became more ecumenical. In relation to the Protestants, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we were taught that the Protestant boy lived next door. Well, he wasn't going to heaven, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. only through the Catholic Church, and so it was said that well, so and so went to heaven, and God you know took him on a tour, Let me show me show you around, and um, he, he he and he and, and uh, that's so. what's that big wall? He said, oh, that's the Catholics. We built a wall so they can think they're the only ones here. <laughs> so there's a wall around Kuntha. It's not as bad as that. It's not sectarian. But so that they can think. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this idea will I- interrupt. Yeah, sometimes Narayan in Vaikuntha shows some Krishna Leela. And they think, that's, that's charming, that's cute. But that's not something that you can participate in. He just does that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's God. Mm-hmm. So, Gaudiya Madva, Brahma Madva Gaudiya Sampradaya, or Chaitanya Sampradaya, e- either way. Mm. Um, but, that said, we're introducing Brahma into the conversation mm. by way of identifying, as Bhaktivinoda Thakur has, our Sampradaya with the Brahma Sampradaya. Mm. Mm. Brahma... To continue, discussion about him uh, is thought to be a, the, um, the, here's a question for you. Does the universe have intelligence? Does the universe have intelligence? Now, you have to be intelligent to answer this question which I just answered. I guess so. <laughs> if we have intelligence, there's intelligence in the universe. Does the universe have an intelligence? Well, as above, so below. So if we are the microcosm hmm, of the macrocosm, in other words, if we, our body-mind makeup is elements uh, of the greater whole, hmm, uh, in in a microcosmic manifestation, then it's not much of a leap, right, to say that as intelligence is present within the microscopic uh, manifestation of material ingredients, whatever they are, however you want to talk about it, from the Sankhya point of view, from the Bhagavad Sankhya point of view, from the atomic uh, quantum perspective, so on and so forth, our bodies are made up of the stuff, Mm they're part of what's out there as I say life is about what's out there and who's asking the question are they the same are they different that's what it's all about what's out there and who's who's asking so we have our answer to that but relative to the discussion it would seem yes that it's reasonable to conclude that the universe has intelligence we know it does it's manifest microcosmically, so is it much of a jump to say it's manifest that there's a macrocosmic intelligence? Hmm? So this is a, this is a very broad way, right, of introducing a theistic argument to counter naturalism. Uh, of course, naturalism includes intelligence and uh, and whatnot and uh, mind and emotions, kind of, hmm? by saying they're an illusion if you really look closely at it it just can be reduced to physical stuff is there a rainbow? are there colors? well physically speaking no you can say that hmm. not what you see that rainbow is not what you think it is physically speaking it's something else and it's not very exciting hmm. and there's nothing over the end of it Hmm. either hmm. where the dreams that you dare to dream really do come true hmm. <laughs> hmm. we can analyze the world physically and come to a conclusion what things are physically
1: hmm.
0: but is that the only way to look at it
1: hmm.
0: is there are other ways to to look at what it is Hm. You can look at it from an emotional point of view, from an emotion from a physical point of view. You, you could you could conjecture that emotions are only part of the physical, but that's where it breaks down. Hmm? Where emotional life, experiential life, the sense of self, hmm? subjectivity, qualitative experience, all these things don't sound too physical. To try to reduce them to the physical is the biggest Problem with physicalism in terms of it being something that it could be conclusively demonstrated, hmm? objectively demonstrated. I heard a fellow say the the hardest thing to reduce to just physical stuff uh, is consciousness. Everything else we've got. Hmm? My reply is, consciousness is everything else. You haven't gotten anywhere yet. You've gotten nowhere. If you can't reduce consciousness, you can't, You didn't do anything. That's everything. And of course, there's a whole argument, which is from our side, is that it's just the opposite. Matter is reduced to consciousness. Matter is just an experience. And based on that experience, you've got a certain story of what's out there whether it be a Puranic story, whether it be a a quantum physics story, a Newtonian physics story, there are all kinds of stories of what's out there. People are living in these stories which are all just a product of consciousness. To get to the virgin state of matter is impossible.
1: Hmm?
0: We have a subjective experience of it. It's an experience, and it's non-experiential. it's experienced Uh, so so we're more idealists Hmm? we're not wholesale idealists we don't say that there's nothing out there we say it's just not what it looks like Hmm? and the gross matter has its uh, origins in subtle matter and subtle matter has its origins in consciousness proper Hmm? stones don't think they are thoughts. That's something we're thinking about.
1: Hmm.
0: So there's a. This is the whole argument of Vedanta. This is the, Vedanta is the original form of panpsychism of idealism hmm. uh, and so forth. Hmm. So I make this argument because we're asking: Does the universe have intelligence? We're saying yes. But well, what would it look like? The Vedas say, well, maybe they four heads instead of one. How's that? Hmm? For all the directions, north, south, east, and west.
1: Hmm?
0: And that those heads contain all intelligence, which is found in the four Vedas, Rig, Sama, Yajur, atharva coming out of the four mouths. Hmm? The Vedas are said to be like the sky, in the mind of Vyas, where everything can be found.
1: Hmm.
0: So, now okay. So you have you have reason that there's intelligence in the universe. We could go into it deeper, but I've got a willing audience, so we're going to have to be too more to make too many more arguments for the support of that. There's intelligence. Now we posit. How would he look? Hmm so we can say those who have seen him say his has four heads hmm. now this is common right in Hinduism to personify everything not just intelligence but uh, various powerful manifestations of nature like the rivers the mountains hmm. Um interestingly in 1972 um, I think his name was Douglas Will Williams, who was a Supreme Court uh, uh, judge in the United States, the highest court in the United States, wrote a dissenting uh, opinion on a particular uh, legal argument in which, in which he said, uh, it was, like, I think it was a regard to uh, environmental issues, that rivers, valleys, beaches, and mountains should be... Uh, identified as persons. They should be legally made person. Legally they should be called persons. They should have the rights of persons. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the United States, corporations are persons legally. They have rights and they violate them or what they bi- violate ours sometimes. But uh, 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 there's, a, there's a Native American uh, uh, tribe in Northern California that has is, is, has been pushing for the legalization of the Kalmuth River to be legally declared a person. Hmm. So, these are not just old ideas, necessarily. There obviously, there's some difference in what we're talking about here, but it's a way of looking at life. Hmm. If we look at the rainbow, how it makes us feel, hmm. Are those feelings not real? Do they do they have no? Yes, if we look at it just as a phys- from a physical point of view, you could say. But mm. but physical is not the only thing. Hmm. The natural world is not everything.
1: Hmm.
0: There's more than the natural world. If there's only the natural world, then there's nothing unnatural. So, don't be a naturalist and an environmentalist at the same time. <laughs> they don't go together. Hmm. It's a very difficult walk, talk to walk, naturalism, materialism. Hmm? A very uh, flat earth kind of uh, perspective. Hmm. So we are emotional beings. Hmm? We think that subtle matter and our emotional content has an impact on the physical world Hmm? and we think that both of those are driven by consciousness itself, hmm? which is not uh, limited conf- or confined by time and space, it's eternal, hmm? and we're constituted of of, of such. Hmm? This is our worldview. So, in our worldview, we're going to see things differently, and we see there's a Brahma. Hmm? He's the universal intelligence. He's the deity that presides over Buddhi, Bhagyan, Shakti. Hmm? as explained in Bhagavatam, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Vigyan Shakti. Intelligence is is thought uh, in Vedanta to be that by which things manifest, by which they become intelligible, known to you. Mm -hmm. So Brahma, with his intelligence, infused, as it's said to be, by Shakti from Bhagwan. Mm -hmm. That he, who, whom he is a representative of, mm, manifests the world with the help of sound. Things uh, take shape, things uh, by sound they're categorized nama and rupa, form, name and form. Mm. So, some idea about the Brahma as creator. Mm. Now, that is thought to be a post, as you know, that one can attain. Typically, it's said that. If you follow the Varnashram, which is very difficult, onerous, so many rules, so many regulations, that in his uh, brihat Bhagavatamrita Commentary Sanatoga Goswami prays, when will I be free from all of this? Ugh. And truly be a bhakta is what he means. Because bhakti transcends savipum dharma. It is the Parodharma. dharma. Again, it is. Be- what to speak of beyond being beyond uh, uh, moksha? Certainly, is beyond karma. Hmm? Way beyond, far beyond. Hmm? It is. A, it, is a, it is beyond the dharma mark. It is the Parodharma. dharma. bhakti and nothing can stop it. Nothing can check it. Hmm. And it fully satisfies the Self, both the Supreme Self and the Individual Self. Hmm. Hmm. So, Varnashram, by comparison, is a very difficult path. Hmm. In varnashram there are so many things that you have to do, and you have to do them perfectly right, or you're going to get the wrong result, maybe even the opposite result. And in Bhakti, by contrast, if your heart's in the right place, but you do it wrong, you'll get the result. Hmm? So it's a it, it's a doctrine of love. Where there is where there are rules, there is no love. Where there is love, there are no rules. Varnashram hmm? is rules, by law. Varnashram is a cage. Hmm? When we come out of wild, put us in a cage in human life. Don't do this, don't do that. Like I said yesterday, say please. Okay, here you go. Say thank you. All right, there you go. Hmm. You do that well, we can say, hey, we come out of the cage. Come out. Hmm. From from Brahma, from Dharma Jignasu inquiry into how to be moral to Brahma Jignasu. Hmm. Beyond morality. Hmm. From a. From a I, seeking to make a temporary solution by pressing down here only to find that it goes up over there hmm. to trying to solve the problems of the world to concluding the world is a problem a perception hmm. this is a big jump right and from there to go to as say to pray hmm. so far so far so easy comparatively hmm. but just to underscore underscore the, the glory of Brahma as a post. Hmm. You have to perfectly execute Varnashram Dharma for a hundred lifetimes to attain the post of Brahma. Good luck. How pious you must be. We, we, we tremble to think about that and and reflect upon the, the, the generosity of Mahaprabhu. Which is not a license to be immoral. <laughs> By any means, our morality is whatever is favorable for bhakti. That I accept as good. But ever unfavorable for bhakti, that I accept, I, I reject as un, as bad. This is my this is my good and bad. Hmm? And the generosity of Mahapu, of Krishna, If you have that kind of ananyabhak, that kind of shraddha in me, I'll cover for you. Hm. Mokshae Mahasucha. What does he say? Sarbadarman Dharman Mame Sharanam Braja. Aham Tum Sarba Aham. Don't worry about you didn't follow the Varnashram. Now you're going to get bad karma. Don't worry about that. Hmm? With me? Bring Yamaraj to me, I'll talk to him.
1: Hmm?
0: I'll send the Yamadutas if they come to get you. Don't don't I'll send the Vishnu Dutas. Don't the Krishna dutas, if the if the Yama dutas come after, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> hmm? So we're going over the head of Dharma, hmm? over the head of moksha, but Brahma's position, just from a karmic perspective, hmm? this is this is the height of rajas. Rajas, rajaguna is not a bad thing. Every, no, on, things only happen by rajas. Hmm? Uh, by Thomas, nothing gets done, hmm, in a negative sense. <laughs> by Rajas, all kinds of things are accomplished. It's the, it's the creativ- creativity. Rajas is creativity. It is it is, uh, intelligence. In Bhagavad Sankhya, we're just talking about what's out there. Uh, is is a hankar ego, hmm, influenced by Raja, Guna. Hmm. Uh, 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 That means intelligence is creativity, Mm. and its creativity is a beautiful thing. Oftentimes, people identify creativity with spirituality, poetry, dance, drama, cinema, the arts, uh, whatever it may be. Mm. Uh, So, uh, uh, intelligence, uh, discernment, discrimination, mm, the better part of valor, as they say in English. Uh, if, we, if something registers with our citta, a sound, you can ring it. With our buddhi, we determine, oh, the sound was a bell. With our manas, we say, I like the bell. Or we might say, I don't like the bell. Hmm. and then that determination is connected with our ego mm-hmm. and what we're like hmm. i like this i don't like that this is untakarn subtle body right hmm. so brahma presides over buddhi and buddhi unravels on h- hankar hmm. when it is infused with spiritual insight when it's spiritualized brahma has spiritualized uh, intelligence hmm. this is the veda Right. Mm. Okay. When we lend our intellect to uh, applying ourselves and understanding the, the teaching, the, the, what the scripture is saying, and so on and so forth, this spiritualizes the intellect, and this is the beginning of the unraveling. Then, of the hunkar, and realizing that the hunkar is the problem, mm. the false ego is the problem. Without booty, we won't understand it's a problem. Mm. So the position of Brahma is very, very extraordinary. It's interesting, of course, that he only has one temple, I think, in, in all of India. Shiva has many temples. Vishnu has many temples, and this is the triumvirate, right? Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva in Hinduism. The Brahma is, is, doesn't have a lot of devotees. Mm. Gaudiya he has a few. <laughs> uh, but there's a reason that he only has one temple. Mm. Said that he was performing a sacrifice, and at the time when it was uh, appropriate for his wife to contribute her part, she was busy trying to get Lakshmi and Parvati to come to the Saraswati to come to the come to the sacrifice. And Brahma was in a difficult situation. He said, "Indra, get me another wife or something." So Indra reached out and grabbed the girl from the cowherd village of Brhaj. Hmm. It said because that she came through the cows, she was considered to be pure.
1: Hmm.
0: Because the, all the parts of the cow are represent different, different different gods are represented in different parts of the cow. And the ghee, which is the essence of the cow's milk, of course, is, is, is used for yagya, for sacrifice. The way we commune with the gods, right? Through the cows. So, so Brahma accepted her as a wife. Her name was Gayatri. Hmm. So this is a Gayatri mantra right well everything's fine in the, in in, in Brahmaloka, but in the cowherd village they were upset so they petitioned vishnu and said what's going on they'd like to k- kidnap one of our girls <laughs> huh? so vishnu said well all right well i can't i don't want to override what what's happened here so i give you the blessing that in the future i'll appear in your community hmm? vishnu said i'll appear in your community as a cowherd this is this is the um what is it called the caste um hm this is this is the Krishna's an an Abhira. a little bit of a little bit of Brahmanism in his vaishanesshm a little bit a little combination there if you look at his heritage his the lineage genealogical table of Krishna you can you can find. So he so Vishnu uh, appeared and of course when he appeared Gayatri said hey you know I want to go back. Mm-hmm. So she manifests as Kam Gayatri. Mm-hmm. So the, the implication of the story of course is tied to the fact that Krishna gave Gayatri to Brahma. Krishna gave Gopal Mantra. We can add to that Kam Gayatri, the Gayatri that corresponds with the Gopal Mantra. Mm-hmm we got a strong connection with Brahma at the dawn of creation. Hmm? When Brahma was searching out his, his, his source, he heard the sound tapa. He, he did meditation. He had the darshan of Krishna internally. Krishna appeared before him. Hmm? And Krishna spoke to him. The hmm? Four essential verses of the Bhagavatam. He, he, he shook his hand, as the Bhagavatam says. Vishwanath, the verse says, what, Yavansaka Sakyuribha. Hmm? He dealt with them in in terms of friendship. Vishwanath Chakvitakura says, Brahma, as a result of this, desired bhakti in a mood of friendship. Hmm? Prabhupada says, From this we can understand most definitely, he says, that Brahma is in rasa." Now, there are many Brahmas, they said. As if there are many universes, so many heads, bigger universes, uh, is the idea of a multiverse. And while it's possible to attain the position of Brahma by Varnashram, which makes you a pretty extraordinary person, it's also possible to attain that by Gyan. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a bhakta takes the role of Brahma. We see this in the Brihad Bhagavatamrita when Gopu Kumar became Brahma for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. in his travels towards his his destiny. Mm-hmm. His guru determined, sadhu determined destiny mm-hmm. in Goloka. He became Brahma. Mm-hmm. So Bishwana Chakravita does come in his Bhagwat uh, Tika that sometimes by bhakti, sometimes by gyan, sometimes by bharashram. Mm-hmm. So different Brahmas, different ways to look at him. Mm-hmm. Who is Brahma? Here I'm giving evidence from Bhagavatam itself, that Brahma is a devotee in Sakirasa, or that th- this is, it would, it would be his, a result of his uh, receiving Diksha and Siksha, from who who is described in both Brahma Samhita and Gopal Tapani as
1: uh,
0: in Gopavesh, in the dress of a Gopa he came. Of course, now he was had Gyan Mudra like this, giving a blessing, speaking the Wisdom and so having a guru profile, Krishna with a guru profile. Hmm? He wasn't like fully f- exposing himself in Sakirasa, and wherein the freedom that the sakyas have to interact with him is, is, is uh, mind-boggling. Hmm? when Sukadev saw it. His, his 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 mind was it blew his mind. He said, "My mind is blown." He said in in Bhagavatam. that's where the phrase comes from. That <laughs> that how they how they're interacting with him. This will come in the narrative as we go as we go forward. Hmm? But there's a case to be made, hmm? if you will, in Gaudiya Sampradaya, that our Brahma, who the, who's the head of our Sampradaya, is himself. Uh, ideal himself he himself idealizes sakubrain mm-hmm. this is one of the currents of our sampradaya sometimes people say all the acharyas in Gaudiya Vaishnavas are manjaris, mm-hmm. in gopibhav a particular kind of gopibhav most of them say that, don't understand what it is but uh and they and in 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 they say it in a way that's very um um objectionable hmm. now you have to understand this point when we talk about Krishna's friends when we talk about uh, Krishna's uh, girlfriends and boyfriends we're talking about that which is most endearing to Krishna hmm. we have to tr- tread very very lightly there to even talk about such things we, we, uh, who are we? Talk about there, something has been said. We, we we try to repeat it, and think about it. But these are people, devotees, that are that that their prame is Krishna. He is the object of the prame. You, you know, for love there has to be the object of love. There has to be the love. They are the love. He is the object. They're one. This is a chintu beta beta. Hmm? Nothing higher than this. Therefore, Bhaktisiddhāna Sārī Sārī wrote his poem, Pūjala Rāga Pata Gaurava Bhangi Hari Jan This is very, we worship not in awe and reverence God, we have awe and reverence for the Gopas and the Gopis. Hmm? For how close they are to Krishna. What, How, what is their position? If they may bless us, we'll glorify them, what they're really about and what they're not. Let's talk about what they're not about 80% of the time.
1: Hmm? Hmm?
0: It was his campaign, Bhakti Siddhartha Sarasthitaka, what what it's not, because it's easy to misunderstand. Hmm? And then it's like a football game. Gopis are better than than gopas.
1: Hmm?
0: It's okay for football, but that's in this world. All these gradations, for that matter, all of this is relative only to this world, and useful, if properly understood, for sadhana. Otherwise, In Golok, in Vaikuntha, everyone is the best. And everyone says, everyone else is the best. (laughs) And and that's the fact. (laughs) Everyone's the best and everyone else is the best. Hmm? Whether you're in reverential love, whether you're in Madhurya Rasa, in Golok, hmm? it's all perfect. Hmm? We can say, Krishna's perfect in Dwarka, more perfect in Mathura, most perfect in Vrindavan. That's true. This is for help us for sadhana. But we have to be very careful hmm, that we're doing sadhana and not turning it into some kind of mundane uh, competition and so forth.
1: Hmm.
0: Of course, now, with just a little bit of reflection, we could say, what? Everybody, every guru in the Sampradaya is in, in Manjari Bhav? Did you forget about Nitinanda Prabhu. Oh, he's also a manjari. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> don't. Uh, some people go there, but the Goswamis don't go there. No, no, no. That is not how they. Uh, uh, what they revealed about Nitinanda Tattva, Balaram Tattva. Hmm? No, 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 no. Hmm? And hmm, don't believe me. You look and see yourself historically. You think that Gauri Pandit and so many associates of Nityananda Prabhu, they were distributing Manjari Bhav. There's no record of that whatsoever. Hmm. They were distributing Gopa to the mercantile community in West Bengal and Chaitanya was cheering them on. Hmm. He told Nityananda Prabhu, don't come to Jagannath Puri again next year. Go to Bengal. I love them, all those people. Hmm. The big mercantile community, Saptagram. Deliver them. Hmm. And how was he delivering them? By giving them Sagibh. That's a big community. And by the time of uh, the British occupation, Prabhupada said half of Calcutta was made up of those people and Prabhupada came in that that family. Hmm. That that the patron saint of his family was Udarandata Takur, hmm. one of the Gopals of uh, uh, of Krishna Balaram, and uh, disciple of Nityananda Prabhu. So, you say Nityananda is in in, in in Manjari Bhav. Where is he giving Manjari Bhav anywhere? Where see, you see he's giving sakuras, sakuras, sakuras. No, it plays a support, supportive role hmm. in the Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm. That means the main show is Mahaprabhu pursuing Radha Bhav. Hmm. Stepping into the shoes of Radha and experiencing himself from her vantage point. Hmm. And, but there's no one who champions that more than Nityananda Prabhu, widely, pointing to Chaitanya, go there, get this. But in the course of doing that, some people will be influenced by him. And it's not uncommon that Sakiras will glorify Madhurya Rasa. Hmm. We find it in Brihad Bhagavatamrita, in the form of Nard, who is also in Sakiras, according to Rupa Goswami. Hmm? different kind of Sakya Rasta and braj. Hmm? he is the the main person in in, in the first canto of Brijat-Bhagava, Bhagavata Tamrita and he's the one who says he heard, hears from Krishna hmm? uh, what is that verse mm. uh, my verse Gadupakari Smriti Dha when Nara is looking for the highest devotee Mm. He finally comes to Dwarka and he meets Krishna, and uh, the topic of the gopis come up and Krishna loses it. The nard feels I've made him an offence. Oh goodness, Krishna's become disturbed. And Krishna says, "Don't think like that," he says. "Guru Upakari, the best friend, the best helper, Guru Upakari, Guru Upakari, mm. Smriti is the one who reminds one of his beloved." Mm. This is the work of Krishna's Narmasakas and Nard, of course, is the Vaidhi Bhakti manifestation of Madhu Mangal, who is a Narmasaka in Braj. Hmm? Second Canto, Preetabhadva Tamrita, the the protagonist is Gopakumar, Sonata Goswami has used him to show the virtues of Golok and Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? We like to do that. Nityananda Prabhu as Balaram, he cannot directly participate in Krishna's Madhurya Rasa. except on a rare occasion of gopis of Balaram returning to Braj to deliver a message. Mm -hmm. That's a special occasion different ways to look at that Mm -hmm. but otherwise, and he does that secretly otherwise in Braj he's not involved in Krishna's romantic affairs because as the elder brother he will bring some reverence to the mind of the gopis, and they won't be able to freely interact with Krishna. He has to stay out of the picture. But when Krishna wants to taste Gopi Bhav, Balaram, who is his best helper, is going to go with him. As Nityananda Prabhuvan, he is telling everybody, look here, go chant Bajago Ranga, Kahago Ranga, Lago Ranga, namare, Ye Janago Ranga, Pram And people thought, I want that. He says, don't chant Krishna Nam, don't follow Krishna's teaching. <laughs> Follow Gore's teaching, worship Gore, chant Gore Nam, hmm? and if whoever does that purchases me. And they thought, I want to be purchased by him. Hmm? And someone purchased by that current of his own Sakibab, in which he plays a huge supporting role hmm? of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, Prananda said, Chaitanya Prabhu gave Gopi Ras to the world hmm? because he gave the world. To gore. Sometimes you see the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu like this. One hand out to the people preaching other hand he's lost in Mahabhav. And Nityananda Prabhu both hands out. He's giving gore to the whole world. That's what he's doing. Hmm? So Balaram gets to participate directly in Madhurya Rasa in this way. Hmm? Well, he does in Goloka too in a supporting role manifesting himself as the couch
1: Hmm?
0: ornaments other other things but this is indirect hmm? otherwise he, he is in Sakurasa. now in Gaurila, hmm? he can openly glorify that 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 ideal hmm? and he does hmm? so where is brahma in all of this then hmm? If Nidanana was in Sakurasa, so many he initiated, they began the Sampradaya. There's two groups in the Sampradaya. It begins the Gopals and everybody else. What ties all the Gopals together is Sakurasa. Everybody else is tied together by not being in Sakyarasa. <laughs> in, in terms of who are who are they in Gora Leela, who are they in Krishna Leela, right? Who, who's who? He said... So if Krishna is to come as Gore, well, where are his associates? And they said, oh, it's us. So, who are they? That's a big topic. Who are they in Krishna Leela? <laughs> oh, goodness. Who are they? And the different opinions. Hmm? Different opinions, different conjectures. Using Shastra Yukti, drawing on the Shastra, reasoning about it. Hmm? Listening to other sadhus, especially what the sadhus themselves may say about themselves like my Groomer said about himself. I think that's conclusive. Hmm? If we want to know what is his internal life, well, did he say anything about it? Matter of fact, he said quite a bit about it, if you pay attention. Many of my Groomer said, oh, probably didn't talk about that. I think we might want to read this book. We put together all of the things he said about it. It's quite a bit. It's quite clear. Melani by Shukopai Gocharani Shedin kobe kobe This is probably the most uh, uh, powerful praman in his poem. Hmm? Not meant for public, for the public. It was eked out, memorized by Shiro and thought deeply about hmm? his poem. With prophets aspiring for this ideal. To herd cows with Krishna all day long, frolic, somersault in the forests after forest. Kota chutta chutte bani kai lutaputi. Chutta chutti lutaputi. This sounds like sakirasa itself. Hmm. So we find in the modern day this current also arising again.
1: Hmm.
0: We find it in Nityananda Prabhu. We find it in Nityananda Prabhu's associates who all initiated and so forth. Some of those lineages are still alive today and current and so forth. And we find it in Brahma, we can make the argument. Hmm? From Brahma, we find it in Narda. In Narda, we could find it in Vyas. What? Who is the Vyas? Who? who is the Vyas of Gorlila? Das Thakur. Hmm? And what is his affinity? Hmm? He says it in Chaitanya Chaitanya, he reveals his heart. Seeing Gore on the banks of the Ganga with his students, what can I possibly compare this to? I could compare him to Brihaspati, the guru of the gods, but that wouldn't be fair because he's partial to the gods and Gore is impartial. Mm. He gives his blessing to everyone and anyone without any discrimination. Mm. I compare him to the moon, I think he said, but the moon has marks, Hmm? and he's spotless. Hmm. He goes on like this, then he says, but there's something I could compare him to, if I think about it, and that is Krishna on the banks of the Jamuna with his friends, eating lunch in a picnic, Hmm? and oh, my heart desire that I could serve Hmm. and enter into that picnic, Hmm? he says like this, Hmm? Other life after hmm. life. He's the Vyas of Gorlila. <laughs> we come to Sugadev. Well, <laughs> that's the next, the disciple of Vyas. <laughs> so anyway, we can make an argument. Now, I mean, arguments the other side—that that—that's fine. There are different ways to look at these things. Who are the who's who? That again, that's a big, big subject. Hmm. No problem. There are different angles of vision, but we can make a good case for. It. And without a doubt, hmm, there can be no argument that the current of Sakharas has a place in Gaudi Sampradaya. Hmm. It is a, a window of opportunity that has been made available that that, that uh, some devotees will be touched by. All good. Hmm. And these two, Sakya and Madhurya, they are extremely compatible. Hmm. You, you, in Gaudi Vaishnava, you really can't have one without the other. Hmm. If you study Leela, you can't have one without the other. So we look at Brahma in this way, in terms of his being Sakya Sakyagras, but how where where will we find him in Gaur Well, it's said by Narutam that Gorunger Sangigani, Sangigani, Nityashidda, Gorimani. All the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are nityasiddhas. But there are other opinions that they're not, like Sarbhama Bhattacharja, According to is Brihaspati, he's not a Nitya Siddha. Hmm. Oh, there are many different opinions. Hmm. That doesn't make him bad. <laughs> he's a Sadhana Siddha. Hmm. So, who is Brahma? Well, there are different opinions. But one of the prominent opinions, hmm. always a sage, uh, uh, all of the opinions, uh, well, I should say, um, um a prominent opinion, and an opinion about even though it's given in Navarita Mahatman, mm-hmm. Also, in the way to Prakash and other places, we find that Brahma, in the Brahma Vimohan Leela, which we're going to discuss, he in his own mind offended Krishna.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And as a result of that, the Brahma who is Vidhi, his name is Vidhi, follows all the rules of Varnashram very perfectly, became an outcast outside of the Varnashram in Gorlila, as, Advaita referred to refer to him, Brahmaharidas. Hmm? Brahmaharidas. Hmm. It's said that if you offend Krishna's form, which is non-different from his name, that's not good. But, while the name and the form are non-different, at the same time, there's a difference between the name and the form. Leave it to Gaudiya Vaishnavism to confuse you. Hmm? What is the difference? If the name is more generous than the form. So, if you offend the form, the name will still come to you. Hmm? Brahma offended the form of Krishna because he saw Krishna as a gopa and it looked like his guru that he saw at the dawn of creation, but now, maybe it was an impersonation of him because how he was conducting himself with these coward boys didn't look very guru-like. They weren't following all the rules. Hmm? He wasn't with the gyan mudra instructing the boys and upon a wisdom hmm? so in his mind he thought this maybe is an impostor it's a long story we'll go into but anyway because of the offense he had to become he took birth in Gorlila. such a poor we'll call it an offense but to take birth in gorilla <laughs> not too bad of a reaction <laughs> hmm? But by that, he got access. He he, this is how he finally entered into, 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 the, into the, his ideal of Sakyaras. It began at the dawn of creation. So it might take us a while. It might, might take us a little time. Be patient. Hmm? Brahma was got the impressions for Sakyaras at the dawn of creation. It took him a long time then to enter into Krishna Leela by Krishna's arrangement to see what Sakyaras is really all about. You sure you want it? That's what it's like. He was confused about it. Hmm. He got straightened out about it, but he made some slight offense. He had to go to lela hm? Bhakti you know it says, he says, Brahma himself hmm, went to Godrum, that's the island of Kirtan. Hmm. Yeah. Then he appeared as Haridastakur, who was the Nam Acharya, the name stayed with him, never left him. Hmm. So we can make an argument like this that, that Brahma has an important role, and of course the Brahma vimohan Lila, which we'll talk about tomorrow, as a Lila, what it what it what it constitutes. Before going into it, um, I, I, is um, he plays a prominent role in so Brahma vimohan Mohan Kijai, Krishna Ram Kijai. Any question? I know I, t- I talked a little too long today. Forgive me. It's hard attention such a long talk but i'm not always in control of how long it will go so what's the time okay so we'll stop there we'll be have time for questions and other sessions go bhakti jai